0: Well, I am excited to be here. This is our very first live broadcast for our podcast, Radio Ignite Live. And I am going to talk to you a little bit today about a topic that's very near and dear to me, and that is passion. Passion in anything, I think, is very important. But I think when it comes to business, a a good friend and a client often says, if you don't love what you do, don't bother, that type of thing. And, And I have to tell you, that all comes from the passion you have for what it is you're doing. If you're doing something just to do it, or if you're doing something because somebody thinks you should, or you're doing something because your parents helped you down that path or forced you or asked you, or you got led down that path by fate and, and chance, great. But at the end of it all, doesn't what most matters is that when you are done with your day, when you get up in the morning to start your day, or when you're in the middle of your day, that you're actually doing something you care about, something that you really want to make better, something that you really want to make great. Let me give you a great example. So while this is our first live broadcast, I did a beta earlier this morning doing this and it was all kinds of problems. This one's so far is working really smooth. Mm And the broadcast tool that I'm using, while it's extremely cool, it had some problems this week. And I kept refreshing, hoping for their problems to go away, even though it's saying, you know, a lot of angry people, but I'm so passionate about this podcast idea of mine. I love it, I love doing podcasts. They're, they're, they're useful, they're, they're fun to do, um, they allow me to express myself in a way that I can't do necessarily in writing because I can speak more eloquently, I think, at least, than I can uh, I can write. Certainly faster. I type pretty fast, but there's just something about talking and, and talking live that makes that a whole different thing. And I don't anticipate that this show is going to take off uh, once I record and then push those up into... Uh, the cloud, then I'm I'm sure I'll get a lot of listens. But you know, for now, this is just a different way of doing it. I can literally just hit the start button and and start recording, and that I'm really really passionate about. It gets me really excited to do it, and I think I think it's really important that everybody, no matter what you're doing, feels the way I feel about what I do for a living. You have to sprint to your desk, and you have to be literally excited to play with the things you play with all day long. And whether those are pencils or or computers or an abacus or a, and I say play because when we turn our work into play, that might make it just a little bit easier to endure. I work with a lot of uh, accounting professionals and I will tell you right now that they they endure a tremendous amount of what I would call redundancy you know, the the dentist is another one, the same thing every day over and over again. But the neat thing about my job and other people who have taken their profession and kind of twisted it into something that's more suitable to their needs is that I might do a podcast every morning or most mornings or during the day, but it's always something different that I might be talking about. I may not. I may be doing something on a series because I'm I'm bugged by something. But But generally... When we speak in a microphone or we write in a notepad or we type on a computer, unless we're doing the redundant task that our job often requires us to do, we can be creative. And being creative, I think, is probably one of the most important parts of your job. If you don't have some sort of creativity throughout the day, You're just going to end up feeling as if you just did the same thing every single day. And, you know, the definition of insanity is doing that same thing every day, expecting a different result. Well, you know, the way you can turn that into something of value is you can take what you do every day and maybe do it a little bit faster or a little bit smarter or a little bit better or a little bit wiser. You know, there's lots and lots of different ways for you to do what you need to do in order to get the i guess the 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 satisfaction of knowing that what you do for a living while it may be worthy and valuable and 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 it's delivering the fruits of your labor so that your family is well fed and and everybody's comfortable but but that you also have something that lifts you that that drives you that makes you know that you're doing something that is bettering this world or, or helping your family or helping yourself. There's nothing wrong with helping yourself. Just, you've got to have that. Otherwise, you just wake up in the morning, you're like, I don't wanna do this. I don't wanna do this. I don't wanna do this. You know, I remember riding the bus to school as a kid and I had a bus driver and his name was Gil and it was a crown bus, the big round ones in Palm Springs. We used to have to walk to the bus stop, which was fun uh, in the morning. I, I can't even imagine our kids today doing that type of thing. But we walked a good amount of of distance to the bus stop and we had to be there early. And if I missed it, I was in big trouble. So I never did. And Gil would pick us up and we'd get in, we'd see that big crown bus come and we'd get inside of it and, and he'd have music playing, AM radio. He had speakers in this bus. Not many buses had music, but Gil had music and he'd play some old school stuff that you know, AM radio gold stuff back uh, you know in the '70s, and I loved it. And and I remember Gil always being the same person. He was always happy, and he was always talking with us, and he was always playing music. But he was very much a disciplinarian. He was also very strong-willed. But he drove a bus. And to to Gil, I think driving a bus was what he probably didn't want to or choose to do, but he did do, and he did it really, really well. And that's the key. Gil left a great impression on me and the rest of the students. We always liked him. We were always excited to see him. We were always sad when school ended, and we were bummed if he got reassigned to a different route, which would happen from time to time. Gil would go away for a year, and then two years later, maybe you'd get him back. And, you know, it's just it it was just Gill's thing. He did it really well. I used to deliver furniture with a guy named Joe, and Joe uh, was not necessarily um, he he was he was an intelligent guy, but not educated. So there's a big difference. And he was just really cool. I really liked him. I I liked everything about him. He was always good to me, he always put me first. He always made sure I had eaten. He always made sure that my back wasn't you know, gonna break or that my legs were bent and we'd move furniture together. And you know, I, I wanted to say to him a few times, it's probably better if you do it like this, but I didn't because he was Joe and Joe believed in his position and believed in his job and did everything he did to the absolute best of his ability, whether it was to the best of his ability or not. And that's okay by me. So when it comes to whatever it is, whether you're a bus driver, you're moving furniture, or you're a lawyer or a bookkeeper or an accountant, a CPA, enrolled agent, it doesn't make any difference. Do something that's a step above what the typical norm is, what's expected of you. Maybe maybe become the friendliest lawyer there is, you know, so that all the judges and, and clerks and what have you think you're the best. And that'll lift your day. Maybe help people once in a while do things that you you wouldn't normally do for them uh, without getting taken advantage of, of course. Or maybe try to reinvent the law Make it better. Solve the problems. There are so many problems in the law. There are so many problems in the accounting world and the taxation practice and the systems that we use. I mean, some of the software is so archaic. Why somebody hasn't just gone out there and built a beautiful tax uh, tool that, that will work in the cloud beautifully like nothing else is beyond me. Everybody's afraid to take on the 400-pound gorillas who have already done it and, and kind of dominate the space. But, you know, in the tech space where, where this does not exist, where there's entrepreneurs and, and, and militant millennials who just want to get things done, and I mean that in the nicest way, but they, they're just really focused on getting things done, and they don't really necessarily think that they can be uh, a failure. Their, their only way of of doing anything is successfully in their minds. And that's what leads them down that path that ultimately enables them to actually be the success that they had envisioned for themselves. So I think if you aren't happy with what you're doing, you really have two options. Stop doing it and do something else, right? That's the first one. Or try to find a way, as I've tried to help you here today, in making what you do a little bit different, a little bit better, a little bit more satisfying, or maybe that will just deliver more of a punch or a service to the world that we live in and make everybody's lives a little bit better, including yours. My name is Eric Greenspan. This is Radio Ignite Live. It is our first broadcast live streaming. I'm very excited about it. I look forward to our next discussion.